Nothing robs us of the joy of being a mom more than fear. Mom fear runs the gamut of things to be afraid of. It's something that a lot of times begins before we even become a mom. This week, let's talk about how you can beat mom fear. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Mom fear can begin before we even conceive. For me, it was a fear of whether I would be able to conceive or not. Once we do conceive, we fear that we will lose the baby. There's fear of the birthing process and if everything will be okay. Once the baby is born, not only do we still battle the fear of something threatening the life of our new child, but fear begins to compound itself. We fear we will never be a good enough mom. We fear that we will mess them up for life. We're afraid of what the future holds for them. And one of the biggest fears as they become more independent of us is our fear of what the world might do to them. It's crazy how much fear rules our world as a mom. I feel like it's a daily battle for me sometimes that only gets worse as they grow up, leave our homes, and are in their own homes. Fear robs us of so much as a mom, but it also robs our kids when we are chained to it. In fact, I believe it's one of the biggest ways the enemy dupes us into standing in the way of all God has created our children to be. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Proverbs 31, 25, and here's what it says. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she laughs without fear of the future. I long to be that kind of mom. I want to be a woman who's so completely trusts in God that she can laugh at the future. She trusts her God so completely that she knows that whatever comes down the pike, God is in control. He loves her. He loves her children, and she knows he is working all things for their good. Do you want to be that kind of mom? If you do, then just keep listening. I want to share with you five specific mom fears and how to defeat them. These fears grip us. They spill over into our children, and the cycle of fear grips another generation. One of the greatest fears the enemy throws at us is the fear of losing our children. The fear of losing our children multiplies if we've miscarried or had an abortion or if one of our children has died. No one wants to go through the heartache of loss. But the truth is, as long as we live in this fallen world, death is a reality. What we do with that reality is the key. Look with me at Matthew 10, 28. It says, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. I am a firm believer of disarming the enemy. And the best way I know how to do that is by taking the weapon right out of the enemy's hand. The truth is, we are all going to die. The truth is, there is absolutely nothing any of us can do to stop it. And the truth also is, God is the only one who holds the keys to death and life. 
By whispering in our ear that our child will die, the enemy wants you to think he is the one who holds those keys. He absolutely doesn't. Only God does. And he isn't the one whispering the lies in your head. It's the voice of the enemy. Our choice is whether we're going to play in the enemy's camp or not. If we allow those fears to rule over us, we are allowing the enemy to hold us captive. This is just one of his tactics of getting us to fear him rather than fearing God. Another fear for us moms is always thinking, I'm not good enough. I'm no good. I'm no good. I'm no good. As a mom, the old Linda Ronstadt song plays over and over in our minds, doesn't it? This is a song we need to remove from the playlist. Motherhood is hard at best. It's the hardest thing you will ever do in your life. It's an age-old fear of comparison. Nothing has made this harder than the introduction of what? Social media. The highlight reel of a mom we have never met can lull us into a pit of motherhood unworthiness with nothing more than a few scrolls of the feed. Let's face it. We can be whoever we want to be online. I'll be the first to tell you that the last thing I want to do is air my dirty laundry on social media, nor do I believe it is the place to do it. Behind the highlight reel is real life. No one escapes the pitfalls of motherhood. No one. We are all weak in this area, but the good news is God meets us in our weakness by allowing his power to work through us. Look with me at 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. It says, each time he said, my grace is all you need. My power works best in weakness. So now I am glad to boast about my weaknesses so that the power of Christ can work through me. Instead of fighting our weaknesses, we need to take a lesson from Paul and rejoice in them. When we invite God into those weak places as a mom, that is when we will begin to see his power work through us. You are the perfect mom for your child. There's no one else on this earth who can parent them better than you. Don't let the enemy tell you otherwise through anything or anyone. How many times do you fear that you will mess your kids up? My hand is raised high too. You will make mistakes as a mom. It's inevitable. We all do. We all have. We aren't perfect. No one is, despite what you may see on TV and social media. I have made plenty of mistakes as a mom. Just ask any one of my four children. I'm not the perfect parent by any stretch of the imagination. There are no perfect parents and my lack of perfection isn't enough to mess up my kids for life. Thankfully, we can trust God who can take all the mistakes we make and turn them around for good in our children's lives. And he will. Do you believe what Romans 8.28 says? And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. Walking around all day trying not to make any mistakes that will mess up our kids will be exhausting for you. We don't live in a perfect world and we are powerless to create a perfect world in our homes. It doesn't matter how organized you are or how much you research all the things, a world of perfection is an illusion. Can we make choices that will make things harder for our kids? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, Fearing that we have more power than God in our children's lives 
is pride on our part. The enemy would love for us to believe we have that much power when we simply don't. I hope this truth takes some pressure off you as a parent. With every passing day, this fear gets bigger and bigger, and that is the fear of what the future will bring for our children. In response to this fear, we go about creating an environment where we walk ahead of our children and remove all the obstacles so that they can enjoy an easy life. This is known as lawnmower parenting. What is driving this new movement is fear of our children's future. We believe if we remove all the hard things in life, they will have a bright future filled with cupcakes and balloons. The truth is, if we remove all the obstacles from their lives, life will be anything but cupcakes and balloons. They'll have none of the coping skills they need when the hard times come, and they are coming. We want to give our kids a better life than we had, but for the sake of me, I can't figure out what was so awful about the life we had. Don't get me wrong. There were some bumps in the road to overcome. However, those bumps are the very things that have made us who we are today. But look at what God says in Joshua 1.9. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Don't be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. God has us and he has our children in front and behind. He walks before them knowing exactly what to mow down and what to leave in front of them. He calls us to be strong and courageous, and he wants our children to learn to be strong and courageous too. Not only that, as Psalms 23 promises, God's mercy and love follow us and our children all the days of our lives. Follows as in right on our heels, we have nothing to fear. And this may step on some Christian toes a bit, but one of our greatest fears for our children is the world. If the enemy can dupe us into believing that the world is a scary place for us and our children, he can completely keep us from the Great Commission to go out in the world and make disciples of all nations. Look at God's promise to the world in John 3.16. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. God loved the world so much he gave his life for it. And if we want to be like him, we too must be willing to give our lives for the very same world he came to save. Sheltering our children from the world will only prove to give our children absolutely no coping skills when they go out into the world. We must equip our children to not only go out into the world, but to be influencers in the world they go out into. We want to produce children who love God and love others so much that they make a difference for the kingdom everywhere God calls them. Remember Hannah in 1 Samuel? She prayed for a son and committed to give him to the Lord all the days of his life. After Samuel was born and then weaned, Hannah took Samuel to live with Eli in the temple. We forget that the temple was an awful place for a child to be raised. He was exposed to many sinful things right on the temple steps. Yet this is the place Hannah trusted him to God. Like Hannah, we have nothing to fear in the world. He who is in us is greater than he who is in the world. That's from 1 John 4, 4. What we should fear is our children's lives void of God living in them. Trust me when I say I struggle with these same things from time to time. 
I will also say though, the longer I choose to walk in the truth, the further the lies are in the rearview mirror and the freer my children are. Here are five questions to ask yourself this week. Number one, whom do you fear more, the enemy or God? Number two, do you believe God's grace is sufficient in your weakness as a mom? Number three, do you believe that you are powerful enough to mess your kids up because you aren't? And number four, do you believe that no matter what happens in your child's life, God can use it for good? And five, do you love the world or do you fear it? Our enemy is a liar. There is no truth in him whatsoever. Here's what John 8:44 tells us about the enemy. He was a murderer from the beginning. He has always hated the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, it is consistent with his character, for he is a liar and a father of lies. The only power he has over us is what we give him. Let's be moms who determine to believe only truth and walk without fear of the future. I'm excited to walk this journey with you this week. Head over to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org to grab your free prayer sheet this week and free daily devotions. You will be joining thousands of women around the world who are transforming their children's lives through prayer. There's a link in the show notes for that, and it will take you right there to sign up. Let me pray for you this week. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for my friend. Lord, I lift them up to you. I ask that you give them courage and strength and trust to know that you have got them and you have got their children. May they lean on you and may they walk in courage away from fear because fear is not from you. You did not give us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of self-control and of a sound mind. And Lord, may we lean into that in you this week. In Jesus' name, amen. As my friend Jamie Bailey at Expedition Marriage says, your marriage is your best parenting tool. We at Raising Kids on Your Knees couldn't agree more. So join us September 10th through 12th, 2021 at beautiful Lake Junaluska, North Carolina for the very first Rest, Refresh, Renew Marriage Retreat. Rod and I, Chris and Jamie Bailey, and Taylor and Betsy Pendergrass will all be there to give you the tools you need to make your marriage a legacy changer. You can get all the details at RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and click the marriage button. We hope to see you there.